You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. The reason that I'm asking you this is that um, what I wrote this week was based on the gospel reading for this Sunday, and I had to be careful in what I was writing, not to just go ahead and write out what I was going to say to you this morning, but since most of you haven't read it, it will not be too repetitious for you. So that, that's good. That makes me a little more you know, comfortable and at ease. Um, and it was sort of in response to the, the, the terrible violence that happened downtown on July 4th with the shooting and then the chase and the car crash that resulted in death of three people, uh, including a man named Scott Waldrop, whom I don't know, didn't know personally, but I, I have good friends who were very close to him. And it's been a hard week for a lot of folks. And even if we weren't personally uh, associated with anybody involved, when those things happen, it's just hard. I mean, they weigh on us. It certainly has, has been weighing on me. And what I wrote about in that little blog update basically is, what's our response as Christians? Because when things like this happen, we tend to have sort of a, a natural uh, reaction to them. And um, that reaction tends to fall into one of two uh, categories. One is... Um, to get mad and find somebody to blame for what happened. It's, it's their fault. It's his fault. And whether we do that or not, uh, the other is to look for solutions to the problem. And, and very often we come up with really quick fixes. I, I, I know what's wrong. The problem is this. If we just fix this, then, then we won't have to, to deal with any of these terrible events. The thing that I find um, really intriguing is that if you get enough people together, um, they all have a solution, but those solutions are all really different. Everybody's got the right idea about um, how to fix the problem, but depending on our perspective, we come at it from very different approaches. And um, we typically decide that my answer is right, and anyone who disagrees with me, well, they're just wrong. And in fact, they are part of the problem. And what I want to suggest to you is that we are all part of the problem. And that that way of thinking about these problems is a huge part of the problem. There's not a quick and simple solution. These are complex issues that lead to the, the tragedy that happened there. If there were a real simple quick fix, guess what? We would have found it a long time ago, uh, and we would, have, we would have taken care of it. The, the problem, I think, lies in uh, exactly what Paul talks about in his epistle to the Romans. Um, there is, in my mind, no better description of human sin than this passage uh, in Romans, and I want to read some of it to you again. Bill read it beautifully, but just in case you missed it, listen to this. I do not understand my own actions, 
For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing that I hate. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. Now, on a small scale, let me tell you, this is exactly how I feel every time I pull into the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I know good and well that I should morally and ethically not shop at Walmart. There's so much wrong with it. They un it undermines the local economy. It puts people out of work. It, uh, it, it reinforces the practice of child labor around the world. There, there's so, but I still go because it's convenient and it's inexpensive and they're going to have probably what I'm looking for all in one place. And so I know I shouldn't, but I just can't help myself. Sometimes it just seems the best solution. I really think that's what Paul is talking about. If I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. I can will what is right, but I cannot do it. If we can understand that that's just how we are, that that is a part of the human condition that theologically we call sinfulness or, or brokenness, then maybe it frees us from uh, the kind of thinking that leads us to decide that uh, Jerry Chambers and people like him, the man accused of what happened downtown, we can stop thinking that he did that because he's a bad person. And that I wouldn't do such a thing because I'm a good person. The reality is there are no bad people. There are no good people. We're just people. All with good and bad, with light and dark within us. We are capable of both. And the question is, which one of those forces are we going to turn to? Which one holds sway over us? And in the gospel reading for today, at the very end of it, uh, we hear what the Christian response in these situations should be, what the Christian response to sinfulness is, to that brokenness. Jesus said, come to me. Come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. When these things happen, or really at all times, our response should be, to turn to Jesus, not to turn to anger or to blame, to judge between who is good and who is bad, in other words, to turn to the darkness, but to come to Jesus with the burdens that we all carry. Um, Frederick Buechner says that we are all, uh, we all labor and are heavy laden under the burden of being human or of trying to become human of trying to grow in to the people that God created us to be. And those parts of us that cause us to do what we don't want to, those are the burdens that we carry with us. Jesus invites us to bring those to him, our own burdens, not the burdens of other people, and say, fix them, but our own burdens. 
and to lay them at his feet and to say, please take these away from me. But another part of the, uh, of the problem of human, human sinfulness is that we will say that, and then um, when nobody's looking, we'll pick those burdens back up and get them again because we like them. We have to be willing to place our hands in the, to, to place those burdens in the loving hands of Jesus and let him take them from us. We have to be willing to let go of those parts of us uh, that cause us to do what we don't want to do. Of those parts of us that push us to turn to anger, blame, retribution and judgment. And the fact is, if we are willing to do that, Jesus will. He will take those away from us. He will transform us. But he will give us another burden in exchange for them. And this is the part of this passage that always captures me. And I, I'm, I'm cheating a little bit because this only works in English. It is a quirk of the English language uh, that, that the word, the adjective that we use to mean not heavy is the same word as the noun that we use to mean not darkness, light. Jesus said, my burden is light. He means my burden isn't heavy. But the other way to look at it, if you speak English, is that not only is this burden that he wants to give us not heavy, the burden he gives us in exchange for those others is the burden of light, of carrying the light of Jesus into the world, of choosing to turn towards light and love and mercy and forgiveness. That is the cost of the invitation to come to him and find our rest. That he will give us the burden of light and ask us to carry it out. Not just for our own benefit, but also for the benefit of those others. The ones that we blame for the terrible things. In the hopes that they too can be redeemed by the loving God. Amen. Thank mm -hmm. you.